Welcome to the Managing Miscarriage Podcast. I am Melissa Whitman, founder of the nonprofit One Generation and our current initiative, Managing Miscarriage. We help women through the heartbreak of miscarriage, and as a nonprofit, we run completely on donations. Our services help thousands of women, so please support us by donating through our website, managingmiscarriage.com. Thank you for tuning in. I have Haley with me today who experienced her first miscarriage in April and had a really drawn out process of completing the miscarriage and it took a number of weeks and she's here with me to share those details and all about it. Haley, thank you for joining me. Okay, thank you. Um, I guess I found out I was pregnant in March and when I found out I was about seven weeks at the time. And, you know, I know I knew exactly when I conceived because my friend had a wedding and my husband came up and, you know, that's when it happened. Well, um, everything went smooth. I, you know, I did what I was supposed to do. Actually, wasn't planned or anything, um, but we accepted it as it came. And we um, I made my first, you know, appointments and I have I have PCOS. So. I have a gyno I've been seeing pretty much since I was 18. I was actually diagnosed with that when I was 11. Um, other than, I mean, I don't really have that bad of side effects. I can, I gain weight really easily. So I try to stay really fit and active. Um, other than that, I haven't had any kind of crazy things happen to me other than, you know, irregular periods every here, every now and then. Um, so, I, you know, I scheduled my first appointment and my first appointment, they just kind of, you know, drew my blood and confirmed that I was pregnant. And they estimated, you know, from the time that I conceived that I was about seven and a half weeks. So um, when I did my first, I guess, meeting with the doctor, <clears throat> we didn't do a vaginal ultrasound but he did um uh, I guess abdominal. a sauna mm -hmm. yeah he did an abdominal yep. and you could you could see the heartbeat you couldn't hear the heartbeat because we kind of we had a little bit of issues at first and um so he kind of did that just to put my mind at ease I guess and um you know it was fine from there well I I live my, my doctor is from where I grew up. So I'm kind of, I'm like an hour and a half away. So I, I decided to go see, uh, get a second opinion and go to see if I liked this other doctor that was closer. So was it because you felt like there was something wrong at this point or just if you vibed better with that doctor? Actually, I mean, I love my doctor that I went to back home, but I just, my, you know, my dad was really pushing for me to go to somewhere closer because he didn't want me right. you know like when I was pregnant yeah. and about to be in labor <laughs> or anything he didn't want me going all the way to that hospital so right okay got it yeah so I decided to go to this doctor and it was a nightmare I you know I went to the waiting room and there was like so many women in there whereas like it's really personal at the one I'm used to and they have a lot of you know patients but it's just more you know they know you more on a personal level I felt like this organization was more uh I'm not really sure I'm not really sure what how to describe it but I just didn't feel comfortable I knew something was kind of weird from the get-go well 
they took me back and, you know, they did all the stuff they needed to do because they didn't have any of my information or anything. I've never been to that doctor. So they just kind of was getting all the information from me. They ran some tests and stuff. And I, I did my, I did a transvaginal vaginal ultrasound there. And I guess at this time I would have been about nine weeks. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm at the ultrasound tech and she was doing the ultrasound and you could see the fetal pole and you saw the, the sack and, but there, there was no heartbeat or anything like that. So, and you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know of anything. I didn't think that was like anything to worry about. Cause I've, I, I heard, you know, sometimes it, it's not really easy to detect on that monitor. So I was trying to like keep an easy mind and stuff. And well, that doctor came in and just cause, but had no bedside manner. It was really bad. She kind of just dismissed my emotions and just straight went to the point, which, you know, oh. I understand. I work in healthcare, so I know, I know, like, <laughs> sometimes you got to be up front. But just the way she said it, she's like, oh, it's probably in this carriage. Like, you know. And oh, when my that's gosh. Your, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and, it, and it, when it's your first, you know, time you're expecting to, like, it's just, that was really hard for me. And I was, my mom was with me, too. My mom she had to like hold back her mama bear tendencies and I I was just a mess from that point and you know I called my doctor that I'm used to and told him like what was going on and he was like well have them fax what the ultrasound and he was like I'm gonna get you in by tomorrow so they gave me so much trouble over faxing it to him again and so I had you know I had to go back in that waiting room you know, I'm already a mess, but like in my mind, I'm just like, well, maybe, you know, maybe they're not doing something right. Maybe they're just not seeing it, you know? So I make that appointment with him again. And then I go to go to see him the next day. And just the way he handles it is just so much, you know, it's so much better, but still it sucks, you know, at the same time. And, um, you know, he, that's what he said. He said the, the fetus, just quit developing, I guess you would say. Um, you know, I was a mess. I, I still, you know, I get really emotional, but I mean, yeah. at that time I was super emotional and just crying. My mom was with me and I'm glad my mom was with me. Yeah. My, my poor husband, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how he would have handled it or, but it's just, it's been rough. But the biggest thing for me was I wasn't really prepared because he gave me, he gave me options and of what I can do, like that I want to schedule a DNC, you know, and I, I read these crazy like miracle stories where people had a tilted uterus and, you know, stuff that's happened where they just don't see the heartbeat. And so I was really holding out hope. So I didn't do a DNC because it took me about, took me about two weeks before I started actually miscarrying. And I didn't know why, like nobody could figure out why, what was going on. Cause they said I should have already been bleeding. And, um, they said on, they did another ultrasound and said the sack was, um, deteriorating. Like you could see blood, I guess on there. And, um, so, you know, they, they were like, what's going on, whatever. Well, they wanted, I, I decided to do it natural and, I mean, 
it just it took forever and then finally when it did happen it it like it came and I I was not prepared for anything because I asked him a couple questions I, you know, I asked if I would be able to recognize my fetus or anything, like if any of that would come out. And, um, you know, they said no, that that probably wouldn't happen and that, you know, my sack was deteriorating. It wouldn't, it wouldn't come out like that. Well, it was one night, like it was two weeks later and it was like four in the morning. I had to work that next morning. And, um, I just, I had this sharp pain, like in my back, my lower left back. And, um, I just, I couldn't go back to sleep. So finally I got up, I went to the bathroom and it just, it happened. And, um, so how far along were you at this point? Like 11 weeks, if you said it took two weeks to pass. Yeah. Yeah. It was about 11 weeks. Yeah. And, um, I actually did pass my sack. It came out perfect. I, I was kind of like in shock, but it came out just in a perfect sack. And like, I guess that's been the hardest part for me. That was the biggest thing, like mentally, I guess. And, um, cause I did not expect that to happen. I mean, you could see, you could see the fetus, in there about the size of a bean and so I went I I tried to go I knew I was going to have to leave work but I really had to finish what I needed to do at work and um so I, I went in just for a little bit and like literally when I walked in the building I just it just kept coming kept coming and I had to leave and so they brought me in to make sure I wasn't going like anemic or anything and um just he, I think he prescribed me Motrin 800, I guess, to lessen the bleeding. Or the pain. Yeah, the pain and the bleeding, and yeah. oh, it was it was rough. Um, so you passed. You felt like that sharp pain. Went to the bathroom, and yeah. that's when you passed the sack and saw yes. everything. But you just kept bleeding. I kept bleeding afterwards. Yep, and probably about, and I kept bleeding like that. Probably about four to five days later. So I was really, I felt really like dizzy. And I mean, they brought me in to test to make sure I was fine. And I I guess according to the tests, I was fine, but I just, I was exhausted. And I kept, after that, I kept passing a lot of blood clots. And I mean, I guess it was like tissue that was coming out, but I, I showed that picture to my, to my doctor and his medical assistants and they were, kind of in shock they were like we've never seen anything like that and yeah I wasn't prepared for that yeah (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that at all I mean it's easier to talk about now I mean it's still it's still really like upsetting but like just at that time it was awful like I don't know I don't know how many people have been through that before has ever experienced that but you know, I know people have delivered stillborns and, and I can't even imagine, but like, I just feel like it, that was just really mental for me, you know, like. And I know this is a really hard question, mm-hmm. but what did you do? <sighs> I know I stood there for one of the miscarriages that I had and went, well, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, I really thought about it. I was like, what? 
what do I do? You know, like I didn't even know what to think. And, you know, my husband just came in from night shift. I didn't want to wake him up. So like, I'm going through this by myself. And Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, I'm telling my mom about it. And my sister-in-law had also, my mom and my sister-in-law had been through miscarriages. So like, I kind of felt like I could talk to them and stuff. And they were like in shock. They didn't know what to do. And so I didn't keep it or anything. I, you know, I, I didn't want to, I don't think it would have been good for me. Yeah. Just for how I, you know, my mm-hmm. personality, how I would have handled it. I think it was just best that I disposed of it. And I mean, but just to see that was really upsetting. Like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a hard time. Mm-hmm. Has anything helped you? I mean, it's been a couple of weeks, so mm-hmm. you know, time, blah, blah, blah. But is there anything that you've found that has been helpful to get you through the days listening to this podcast I mean I would put it on in my my car on the way to work I would listen to it and just you know confiding in people I mean you find out when you go through a miscarriage and a lot of people didn't really know about me being pregnant besides like my coworkers, close friends and family but I didn't like I didn't broadcast it or anything that I knew in the back of my mind I knew something could be you know wrong and I, I think the biggest, the biggest thing is I felt like it was my fault too. And, you know, did I eat something wrong or, um, was it because of my PCOS? And, you know, he actually assured me that it, it wasn't the PCOS. He said, you know, that, that PCOS is related to infertility. He was like, and the good thing is we know that you can get pregnant. So I've tried to think of the positives because, um, I was on birth control for a long time just to like, I guess, help my periods. And, um, I went on metformin to regulate like ovulation. And I think that's like really what helped me get pregnant. But, you know, I'm not really hundred percent sure. I know that's why he prescribed it. So like sure. one day that I could, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if anybody's been through what I've been through and can you uh, try to put some words to those emotions um, or maybe uh, how your body feels with those emotions because when we go through something so physical yeah. and so emotional sometimes it's you know more like you know a heaviness or a yeah what is that like for you right now I mean my body went through hell. Like I'm still, I'm still, I'm still not adjusted. I'm a really active person. And, you know, when I found out I was pregnant, I was napping all the time. And uh, I'm still like, I don't know if it's, I think I have a lot of depression right now, but it, I mean, it helps me to be able to like, go do things and the fact that I work and I'm, you know, not just sitting at home and yeah, but, um, one, the hormones and that's something that we're not really told. Like we, you were pregnant, you had pregnancy hormones that you're dealing with and that is a trip in and of itself. Well, um, I had, and I, when I first found out I was miscarrying my 
my breasts were very tender still. Um, everything was just like as it was normal, you know, as I was still pregnant. And actually, he called it a missed miscarriage because um, my sac was still growing, but the fetus wasn't growing. So that's why, you know, I was, my sac was basically a second trimester sac. (laughs) So, yeah, it was, it was rough, but I still like still probably for the first three weeks of bleeding, I was still feeling that tenderness in my breasts and just how I was feeling regular. And you feel different when you're pregnant. Like it's not like a huge, huge difference, but it's a, it's a big enough difference to notice. And I'm yeah. very, I'm very in tune with my body. So I can really tell, I mean, I, before I even knew that I was pregnant, like I, I knew something was different just because my, my metabolism was weird and I was eating like crazy. Like I was wanting big old foot long subs <laughs> and <laughs> devouring them <laughs> and um, just different, you know, but like now I'm, it's crazy that like just, just like that, it seems like a long time, but it, it really wasn't that long of a time. It was a short amount of time that your body just gets, it's different. And, you know, I'm used to like high intensity interval training and stuff. And I went to like just yesterday, I went to a workout and I was super, you know, just exhausted and stuff. And that's just not me, you know? So, I mean, I'm, I still feel like I'm going through like after effects (laughs) and, um, I, I get like weight gain. Like, I mean, I yeah. didn't gain, I didn't gain that much weight, but enough to where it's a struggle right now to, to get it off. Sure. Yeah. And you, you commented that you're really in tune with your body and I definitely resonate with that. And when I went in thinking I was 11 weeks along mm-hmm. And had a missed miscarriage as well. I felt like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on with my body. Right. How, like, whoa. I was just, that was a really difficult mindfuck for me. Yeah. You, are you kind of going through that? Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I knew in the back of my mind, obviously, like, when I scheduled that other appointment, I knew something was off like something something in me like just said hey you need to you need to go see because I wouldn't have went back until probably I would have been 12 weeks when I went back to my next appointment right you know so like something told me like you need to go you need to go and I did and you know it wasn't a good it wasn't a good outcome but I'm glad I found out when I did rather than going back to my doctor at that time because I probably still wouldn't have bled at that point mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have known. So I would have went to that appointment, you know, thinking that I could tell the world because like I was waiting for my second trimester to tell, <laughs> you know, a lot, you know, tell most of the people that haven't found out or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, and I don't know. I didn't even know what to think. I mean, I, all I could do was cry like, and yeah, um, I hate crying in front of people, but like, that's all I could do. I didn't, you know, 
I didn't know what to say. And especially when I went to that other doctor, cause it was just, it was super awkward. And, um, you know, she just looked at me blankly and like, it's a normal thing for her. You know, I'm sure a lot of girls, you know, are miscarrying, but it just, the way, way she handled it just was really upsetting. So I, I mean, from that point I was just a mess and just to go through the whole process was not fun, but going to my other doctor was, you know, reassuring because he mm-hmm. kind of encouraged me and, you know, thought about the positives and that's what I needed to hear, even though I wasn't thinking positive at the time. Yeah. Good. And continue to hang on to that. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, I just, you know, I want to encourage anybody that's going through this or that had a similar, you know, um, I don't, I can't even think of the word (laughs) story, similar situation or story that I've went through. Um, I hope, I hope this helps. And, you know, just talking, talking to people that I, you know, finding out that they had miscarriages that I had no clue about, you know, um, my pastor, I talked to him about it and him, you know, letting me know that he, him and his wife had three miscarriages before they had their first child and just stuff you don't know because people don't talk about those things. So it was helpful for me to hear other people's stories and just to realize that, you know, I'm because you feel like you feel like you're you're the only one and you see all these pregnancies and stuff on Facebook and you know I have like three co-workers that are pregnant right now and I just I can't I don't want to be bitter but at the same time you know you're like oh well you know they're having a great pregnancy why can't you oh yeah yeah that's hard that's hard Well, hang in there. This is a really raw podcast um, since you're really fresh, you know, still Mm -hmm. in the emotions. So thank you for taking the time to share it. I know that it's not easy, but I also know it is going to help thousands of women. I'm I'm not even joking about that (laughs) for everyone who listens to this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your vulnerability today. Thank you.